With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Tech Vibe Radio here on KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. And uh, I am doing this show from San Francisco and San Mateo. We're on the West Coast as part of our West Coast mission so much fun to take 15 entrepreneurs out here to help build connections and insight when it comes to finance, PR, and media. Um, it's just inspiring to be able to do this. And uh, the show continues, and I have uh, Vanessa Jameson from Covey here with us. So thanks for taking the time to talk to us. We're here at uh, Draper University today. This is kind of a surreal place. It's one of those kind of stereotypical California places you think of where there's crazy stuff going on everywhere. There's like a, a Tesla upstairs that's like cut in half to become a desk. There's a phone booth down here. It, it, it seems like a lot of creativity is, is happening here, and they're really inspiring people to build great companies. So, uh, Vanessa, thanks for taking the time. Tell us about Covey. <laughs> no problem. I feel like I'm in Harry Potter right now but with all the <laughs> crazy architecture and everything. Um, anyway, yeah, Covey, uh, it's a service that connects parents to uh, supportive community and uh, resources. So we launched a mobile app uh, this past November. Um, we've been going in partnership with um, parent bloggers and um, community organizers that really believe in what we're doing. Um, we are um, at over 10,000 users at this point. Um, and then in May, we launched a uh, local experience in our top market, which is the Los Angeles market. Um, and we've been building relationships out there with local business owners and offering them a um, native um, local advertising opportunity within the app. So tell us a little bit more about how this works. Give me like, run through the experience if I'm like a parent and how do I connect up? So um, depending on where you are, um, you, um, by default, wherever you are, will have access to a number of different communities that are driven around different topics. Um, many of the communities are also uh, facilitated by experts around the particular topic. Um, so um, based on what your interests are, you can find high-quality, supportive conversation um, and ask, you know, ask questions, share your stories, whatever it is you want to do. Um, if you're in a location like Los Angeles where we have a, a local experience, you can also, based on your location, see um, local activities, local get-togethers. You can see recommendations and referrals for, um, for different businesses that are great resources for parents in a variety of different ways. Fantastic. Technology to connect people up. Can't complain about that. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the trip so far? Anything standing out that you think has been interesting, insightful? What, what, what do you think? I think it's been a great dynamic. It's been really uh, fun listening to everyone's different questions and seeing the back and forth between the Pittsburgh companies and the different panelists. Um, some really good um, insights from from the tech media out here. It's definitely a different world in terms of uh, in terms of tech media here. So uh, it's been yeah, it's been really great. They're a snappy bunch. I'm telling you what, yeah. they don't mess around as we found out yesterday. Spicy, yeah, <laughs> spicy for sure. <laughs> in Pittsburgh, we're a little nicer. I think <laughs> we're, we're a kinder, gentler media for the most part. But uh, that's great. So people want to learn more about Covey. Where can they go and check you out? You can check us out at CoveyMom.com. So C-O-V-E-Y-M-O-M.com. So we are now kind of winding down our West Coast 
our West Coast mission. This has been crazy. I think I'm exhausted right now. We've been going through so many different things, and we have Conversant Labs with us today right now. It's talking about the company and then what they kind of got out of this trip. So who am I talking to right now? Introduce yourself. Let our listeners know who am I, who am I talking to. Hey, everyone. It's Ermine. I'm product manager for Conversant Labs. Ermine, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So tell us about Conversant Labs. This is a really cool company, and this is the type of company that I think is so cool that's in Pittsburgh because you're not just developing a technology. It's a technology that really enables people. Right. So um, voice computing is the next platform, and we're really trying to get on top of that. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard about Amazon's Echo. Um, if not, If you're not familiar with it, it's basically that speaker that you can talk to in the home. And it'll uh, do things um, that you tell it to do, like order stuff from Amazon um, or answer some of your questions. Um, and then actually just, just last week, Google officially announced Home, which is basically their version right. of Amazon Echo. And then uh, Samsung acquired Viv, which is basically this artificial uh, intelligence uh, uh, user interface. Right. Lots of momentum going on in the space yeah, right now. Exactly. So we've been thinking about this actually since 2014. Wow. So um, we've got a head start um, at least you know from the startups in this area on this space. And the reason why we focus on voice um, as an enabler is because our founder Chris Mori is going blind. Right. So he figured out uh, back uh, five years back that he had this uh, condition called macular degeneration, and that he would be going blind within five to ten years. That's so crazy! It's like that he's going to do something about this, yeah. you know, as a way to make sure that even if I can't see, I can still communicate. Exactly. He, you know, he took a look at the assistive technologies out there. He wasn't really too happy with the quality, and so that's why he started Conversant Labs. And so at first we focused on mobile because that was, you know, the thing at the time. But now that we've seen these big market players focusing on um, yeah. kind of these speakers and these other ways um, to get into the home and everywhere else in your life, uh, we're focusing on that now. Um, but in particular, uh, you know, we can't necessarily compete with Amazon's technology or Google's technology. Not yet. Come on. <laughs> That's going to take a lot more uh, machine learning and, uh, you know, people on our team. We're trying to build that. But uh, what we're trying to do right now is en enable that developer community uh, to create voice-based experiences. So with our new tool called TinCan.ai, um, you know, people can prototype these voice-based experiences, get the really important data they, that they need, which is utterances. And basically utterances uh, is just like what you say to the technology, right. um, you know, to tell it what you want or what you're asking. Absolutely. How cool is that? Now, you were, you've been in the area of, like, basically trying to make connections before the trip. Yeah. You kind of, like, kind of parlay that into this trip. So what are your thoughts about being out here on the West Coast right now? I miss Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. We're going back soon. Don't worry. Yeah. No, actually, we came out a week before the mission trip. Um, you know, we wanted to meet with some investors here. Um, so... Uh, that was actually very interesting um, in getting that experience when we had the VC panel, I was able to ask a question um, basically about, uh, you know, whether investors are really, um, you know, if, if it's a if it's a make or break that we're located in Pittsburgh, because, yeah. um, you know, some of them said that they would like us to be out in uh, in Silicon Valley, but I think just really to help with the mentorship process and like the network that they have there. But it's encouraging to hear from the other VCs that no, that's not really a deal breaker. Very cool, and to be able to kind of hear that starts getting your mind shaped around how you can build Conversant, get the funding that you need, and take this thing and, and grow it. So if people want to learn more about Conversant Labs, where can they go and, and uh, nerd out? <laughs> okay, well they can go to conversantlabs.com. Um, so we're now talking to Corinne from Roris. Wow, what a cool company that you have. I mean, it just works on so many levels. 
So tell us about Roars and what it's all about, Craig. Hi. Um, we make incredibly simple, comprehensive drinking water filters. Right now, they're designed for households or individuals, especially in developing countries and in disaster relief. So we're really starting targeting India uh, as the first market. But um, it also has incredibly perfect applications to the military and outdoor recreation, basically anywhere where you don't have access to energy or water. Uh, our, our filters work very differently than other filters. Most try to catch pathogens by size. Instead, we attract them by charge. You track them by charge. Yeah. So what was the idea to, to flip this around like this? Um, basically just seeing that other filters are getting clogged up by all the things in the water. And so by attracting by charge, we can selectively remove things that need to get removed and also have larger pore sizes. So the water fl- flows through faster and easier, providing uh, the ability to design very different style and different paradigm of filters. Um, it means we don't have to have uh, storage containers for all of our waters. So You can actually filter as you go. It's, yeah, it's filtering live, filtering as you go. Um, that's incredibly helpful for reducing con- contamination. Have you done some crazy testing, finding some nasty Winonga hail? river water and like running it through and then taking a long, long sip of it? Um, our testing has an has a interesting history. First of all, we have a biological lab in our basement. That's where we do our internal testing. We have external labs that we use in Florida. We're actually having a bit of a delay right now because they were hit by that big right. hurricane. Okay. Um, and then beyond that, we also do longevity testing with Monongahela river water. Um, and I've also <laughs> The used best it. test water out there. I've also used the filter to drink personally all across India, Nepal. I've used it to drink from a toilet, to use uh, from, from creek water in Frick. And you're healthy. Look at this. You you appear to be very well. Still alive, still kicking, yeah. (laughs) Very, very cool. Where did the idea for this come? Um, Honestly, it came from experience in developing countries like Ghana and South Africa where water filters are provided but not necessarily used well. So chlorine tablets often are misused and occasionally they're ingested because they look like pills. creates clean chlorine poisoning. Um, in many cases, filters like ceramics are recontaminated or they don't remove viruses in the first place. So rotavirus still causes a lot of gastroenteritis and diarrheal con- di- disease. Right. Um, and it's a $14 billion market in developing countries. So this doesn't even have to be uh, you know, what you, people think of with the Brita filters or after recreation. It's a huge, growing market of people in developing countries who want to purchase themselves. How cool is that? That's just amazing. And that's why, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome solution. It's, it's a really big problem, huge market, huge potential for you guys. So what's it like being out on, on the West Coast? You already have some connections here. Is that, am, I, am I correct in that? Yeah, thankfully to the CMU network. I've been um, out on the West Coast at least every other month um, meeting with investors, uh, meeting with their connections. They've got great marketing and PR connections of their own. Um, so I'm talking with our PR person tomorrow, actually, um, getting sort of started in, in getting us more directed press. Rather than just the awesome Pittsburgh press, but um, you know, you're at that level now. It's time to get outside of Pittsburgh and say exactly. this is this is for the world here, right? Exactly, getting on more podcasts, especially trying to get more targeted um, press releases that are are related to global aid and global development. Well, just remember you were on Tech Five Radio in the early days before all the big press was coming in national. So I know that's going to be coming your way, and that to me is just so exciting. Any key takeaways you had from the event? Um, everything here was a reminder of how much you need to be doing the work up front. We can't wait until the launch is happening. Um, and it's, it's always, uh, it always feels like you're running around trying to build whatever wall of your business is the, the furthest, low, the lowest, and the most um, necessary. As soon as you build up the product, you turn around, and the PR side has been neglected for a little while, and the IP has been neglected for a little while. Um, and so it's just realizing that you need to be putting a certain number of hours into everything, hiring into... Uh, you know, all these things all at once, and NPR cannot be neglected if you really want, if you really need that press for your company. As you can see, so much action on our West Coast mission. I'm here with uh, Alicia McGinnis from 40 by 80. So, Alicia, I want you to wrap this thing up, and uh, what were your thoughts on this trip? 
Well, we heard over and over again from both the uh, journalists and the VCs that, um, you know, it's really important for us as entrepreneurs to do our homework and to really tell our own story and make ourselves relevant. So, you know, a major part of that was really knowing, like from the uh, media side, really knowing the five top journalists who cover the area that you are targeting. And, um, you know, similarly from the venture capitalists, it's, it's really important to know. They said, like, you talked to 100 firms before you got someone coming back to you saying, you know what, let's talk further. So there was such a message that we heard over and over again. Entrepreneurs really need to know who they're going after and, and try to create relationships with those people early by connecting with what they're doing. Absolutely. So people want to learn more about 40 by 80. Where can they go and check you out? www.40x80.org. Just that simple. And one last shout-out to Brian Kennedy from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. He did all the groundwork to get this trip up and going. So, Brian Kennedy, thanks for putting it together. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council and Tech Vibe Radio. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back next Friday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.